0: Well, hello there. I'm Jim Harrington and I'm Bill Knight. Who are you saying hello to? I don't see anybody behind me. No, no, I'm pointing to you. I'm pointing to you, sir. Yes. It was you that I was
1: pointing to. Yes.
0: Uh, Well, you're you're not the only one that's ever pointed at me. It's usually when that happens, I have to
1: run very fast. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Hey, Um, a lot of things happen over the weekend in our world. It doesn't stop just because it's Saturday and Sunday. I don't know that you heard this or not, but I thought this was kind of convenient. Vladimir, how do you pronounce his name? Vladimir. Vladimir. It's not Vladimir like Russian. Vladimir Putin is different than Vladimir Zelensky. Vladimir. Anyway, Vladimir on Sunday said he was banning eleven Ukrainian political parties with ties to Russia. Mm. I think that's convenient. That would be like that would be like uh, Joe Biden saying, "I'm banning the." I'm going to ban the Republicans and anybody else who's running against me. <laughs>
0: well, aren't they trying to do that now? I mean, you know, well, uh, they cancel are Republicans, you know, and if you think kind of. a certain way, that's not theirs. Well, kind of. you're an enemy, not
1: to be believed. That's true. As a matter of fact, I, speaking of uh, the opposition <laughs> and elections, Just so happens. I know the opposition and the elections coming up in uh, in November. I thought it was interesting that Anthony Fauci apparently came out of the woodwork again. He was on he some did. of the talk shows over the weekend, and he he indicated that we could be headed toward another lockdown, yes. Sort of tor- towards fall, which I think would be very convenient around election time. It'll start building, getting, it's going to land in about two weeks,
0: it's coming by carrier pigeon, I guess, and it's going it's coming from Europe to here. Oh, what's the and, name of it?
1: What's the name of this one? Do you oh, know what yes.
0: this is? This is the, uh, well, the
1: other one was BA-1. Uh-huh. Omicron. This is BA-2. Oh, obviously a clever variation name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know what? And then <laughs> you know, it'll now, be well, The first one was BA-1. What do you want to call the second one? Let's call it two. All right, <laughs> <laughs> And you know what?
0: Wait until BA-3 gets here because <laughs> three strikes, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh heavens! Feel like you're getting hit upside the head with a baseball bat. That, you know. My
1: my question is: Do you think the public is going to fall for it again? Yes, I actually do. I I really did. That's sad.
0: No, look, look. If you're a logical person and look at everything, it doesn't add up. Mm -hmm. But you've got these sycophants that are out there. Uh, They call them liberals and Democrats. That uh, they listen to. CNN, MSNBC, and they don't go too deep in the news. They take what's on the surface, and by God, it's gospel. And they okay. take
1: it, and, they, they, and they, they got a memory span like a goldfish. <laughs> First, they said, you need to be vaccinated twice. That's it. No more. Two shots, you're done. Then they said, well, we think another booster might be necessary. So that's three shots. Now they throw it around four shots. I think that they're going to get to a point where they're saying, well, it's another week. You need your booster. <laughs> well, your weekly booster. Your daily you listen, booster.
0: If you listen to Fauci very carefully on this, he goes, well, this variant seems to be attacking the older population. So if you haven't been vaccinated or it's been a while since your last booster shot, uh, it may not lock up or uh, quarantine everyone, but uh, it is going to go after the older people. And you know that I have a strange theory that, one of the ways that they can solve a lot of problems that they have supposedly financially mm-hmm. is to get rid of anybody over sixty-five. Oh, great!
1: You know, you know yeah. <laughs> oh, great! I'm sure oh, glad. Well. I'm, yeah, there, well. there goes that 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 vacation I had planned. <laughs> and that I thought be. I was going to go to Ireland.
0: <laughs> I'm sure oh, glad geez. I'm thirty. <laughs> I'm thirty
1: out there. You are I'm the
0: oldest-looking 30. thirty I've ever
1: seen. <laughs> <laughs> well you know uh, think
0: about it you know you would have no more social security paying out for the older people
1: what was the because... name of that movie you probably remember it. there was a movie out back in like 1970 or 19 oh
0: charleston heston with soylent what, green well
1: there was Soylent green that was that was that but there, but there was another movie where anybody who was over the age of 30 was useless to society and should be removed there was that was the premise of the movie, and it was a kind of a big movie. Of course, at the time I was like sixteen. I thought that makes sense to me. <laughs> those old, those old fogies, thirty, my gosh, well, they're just w- taking up space. <laughs> you know uh, what gosh.
0: happened to the idea that you grow up, you know, you raise a family, you uh, work hard, you you have a nest egg, and then you enjoy the fruits of your labor. They're here to steal our fruit basket.
1: Mm well you know and take it for I, themselves i don't think that a lot of people are going to stand to be honest with you for another lockdown i just think that we we're, we're so far beyond that that and i i'm hoping i i really hope that that's the, the case i know i know where you're coming from you think a lot of people are just going to fall in line if they said get another shot they would roll up their sleeves and get another shot but um well you know I the narrative a, i got
0: a feeling i don't know that, what's in it i don't know what's in it but if they tell me I have to do it, I'm gonna do it because when I was in the army, I got all these shots. When I was a kid, I got all these shots. Different times, folks. Different. Uh, the the this shots attached to an agenda. That's
1: true. Did you hear about Clarence Thomas?
0: Yeah, he. Uh, well, you know what? He went and I think he was sick Friday, but they didn't report about it until yesterday that he has flu-like symptoms, conditions. It's not COVID. Right. But he's in for an infection that they won't speculate on. And I'm going, yes, you know,
1: anybody can get sick. But it sure seems I'm not a odd. conspiracy theorist, but it's kind of interesting that one of the most conservative justices on the Supreme Court suddenly falls suspiciously ill and is hospitalized with unknown causes. Hmm. Just saying... You have the other confirmation hearing
0: that's going on for Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Mm-hmm. Now, the Democrats are sitting there calling Republicans going, look, 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 look. I know when we were doing the, 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 the hearings for your conservative uh, nominees, we were all over you. Please don't return the favor. <laughs> please, please, please don't return the favor. This tit-for-tat stuff has got to stop. At least yeah. for us, not Let's, for you. Yeah. Well, let bygones us. be bygones. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, you know, she's yeah. got some uh, questionable past. One yeah. of them is uh, her stance on child porn. She goes light on justice there, you know, and they say, well, you know, it's all in degrees. And I'm sitting there going, two words, child porn. I don't think there's any way you can quantify it and say, well, it wasn't that bad of a crime, you know, so. The, the sentence
1: got to match the crime. Bill, it's not just the pornography. It's also pedophilia. Mm-hmm. If somebody does something with a child outside of pornography, if it's, if it's some kind of a, a sexual act, I think that she's very light with them too. She has a history of it. Yeah. Well, now, would you let her, Joe Biden, or any Democrat that you
0: see in the news right now babysit your <laughs> toddler?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, no. well, I rest my case. Yeah, I think you should. (laughs) I think you, I think you're proving your case too. This was interesting. Joe Biden, he says that we can't dig for any more oil in this country. We can't take a drop of oil anymore out of this country. Well, actually we can, if you already have an existing well, that's fine, but no more new drilling for, for that uh, reserve oil that we have that would so help our situation right now. But he would really like the Venezuelans to, uh, to sell his oil so much so that he's going to uh, last I heard, he's trying to have the oil sanctions from Venezuela lifted. They've been in place for quite some time. Now he's going to lift oil sanctions to the Venezuelans who, by the way, get the oil from mother earth, as they would say. And that's okay. But if, if it's a company in the U S like in Texas or Oklahoma Mm -hmm. or wherever, no, 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 no. Also, he's looking to reconnect with the Iranians so much so that they may actually end up getting a a nuclear power plants and having the Russians involved. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, We were talking about that over the weekend.
0: And the simple fact is we are giving the Iranians more money for the Russians, who we're trying to sanction against, to build this nuclear power plant in Iran. Plus, we're taking frozen money of the Iranians and freeing that up, too. And we don't even have to fly it over in suitcases and drop it off in the runway. We'll just, you know, willy nilly give it to them. But, right. you know, think about that. And we're giving them more money for this nuclear power plant than we are in aid to the Ukraine. So what does that tell you about what's going on? We're,
1: we're being deceived on so many different we levels. Are. We are. I don't see a resolution this problem i don't see him changing his stance and i don't know whether it's joe doing this or whether it's his, his handlers because i don't think joe is making most of these decisions himself anymore no i think, I think it's people whispering in his ear
0: yeah the money of the world that's uh, whispering in his ear because they can't run for political office here but they sure as hell can they can buy uh influence and they we're owned by somebody and uh they're calling the shots
1: over the weekend we were trying we, they were desperately selling the ukrainian situation and and they have an agenda folks they have a storyline that they're trying to to sell and anybody who disagrees with with that storyline is being called treasonous and traitorous and and whatever they are definite about their stance and where they're going with this and you better not get in their way That's wrong, folks. I was watching Fox, and Fox is still trying to present themselves as the conservative voice, even though we know how they were during the elections. Mm. And Fox has on all of these generals. They have all these generals on as their experts. General this, general that. And I was thinking to myself, folks, you can't look at a general and think automatically he's right. Just ask Abraham Lincoln what he thought of his generals back in the Civil War, especially the beginning of the Civil War. He couldn't find a general to do the right thing anywhere. And he would hire a general to lead the Army of the Potomac, and they would screw up. They would screw up big time. In the meantime, the best general at the time, Robert E. Lee, was kicking their butt all over the East Coast. So what I'm trying to say is you can't look at a general on television and, and assume that he's an expert. Some of these guys are literally fat heads, okay? Now, the, the one I find the most credible, out of all of the generals I've seen, there's two, two generals I like, and they both have different opinions. I like uh, General Keene on Fox. He's a pretty smart guy. I don't always agree with his, uh, his analysis, but he seems to have a rational approach to what he's, what he's mm. doing. But Doug McGregor, who was a colonel, never got to be general, I think is the most honest and articulate of, of the group. The guy really has put a lot of thought into what's happening in the Ukraine. And his, his opinion doesn't necessarily match those of the generals. I'm just trying to tell you folks that you can believe what you want to believe. And I do, here's what I do believe. I do believe that there are a lot of innocent people in the Ukraine who are suffering and dying. And that's a tragedy. A human tragedy has got to stop. It has got to stop. But I think there's a bunch of bad people in this world who have seized upon that war and made it their own for their own purposes, for their own agenda. As you know, we had a couple of cuts with Laura Logan on Friday's show. People loved it. She was on again on another show over the weekend. And here's what she continued to say.
2: So I encourage everybody to look at the work of a, of a journalist, um, an American journalist in Ukraine who has been there for years and years and years and has done extraordinary work trying to uncover how Ukraine is at the center of this cult of globalists, how it is uh, a center of money laundering, you know, for the oligarchs and their um, allies in the United States, how it is at the center of Russia collusion and that whole false narrative, how it was, you know, amazing the Ukrainian dossier, right, that pulled Paul Manafort behind bars. Alexander Chalupa, the Democratic operative, who was very active with Ukraine. No surprise that it was the Ukrainian ambassador who broke with diplomatic protocol and wrote that he would never. You know, Ukraine did not back Donald Trump in the 2016 election. Um, unsurprisingly, that Eric Carmella and um, what's the the moron's name, Lieutenant Colonel Vinman. He's the guy in the Ukrainian impeach. Uh, uh, you know, sham impeachment trial that's supposed to yep. be telling Donald Trump what his Ukrainian policy could be, and the man is obviously a spy. I mean, for crying in a bucket, people wake up. Did anyone watch the TV series, The Americans? You don't think it's extraordinary yeah. that just as we are right, reading all these fawning profiles about you know, the, the amazing Lieutenant Colonel Vinman who just happens to have come from the Ukraine as a child and was found under a bridge with his twin brother when an American photographer appeared as they were sheltering from the rain and took photographs and then documented all of the significant moments in Lieutenant Colonel Vindman's life I mean, for goodness sake, where is counterintelligence? There's a reason that man was escorted from the White House at the end of that theatrical trial that was meant to stop any journalist from looking at Ukraine any further, right? Because they, they put John Solomon's head on a stake and they tried to roast him, right? Because he was right because what he was reporting was true, because the Open Society Foundation through the National Endowment for Democracy and all of these other fake NGOs that are nothing more than brown shirts and SS rolled into one, were running their radical policy through the United States Embassy, through uh, USAID, using our tax dollars to slit our own throats. Now they're covering their tracks in Ukraine, not just hiding all the evidence of John Kerry's son, Biden's son, Nancy Pelosi's son, Mitt Romney's son, by the way, who uh, is as disgusting as the rest of them. Not only are they covering their tracks, Hiding all the evidence of the involvement in Russia collusion, hiding the evidence of the bioweapons facilities um, that the U.S. has been funding there. And yes, some of that was left over from the Soviet days. Some of that has been turning them from bioweapons facilities into public health facilities. But that, again, is not the whole truth. That is again not the whole story, right? So they're covering their tracks in Ukraine. They're hiding evidence. They're exploiting the Ukrainian people to do so. Nobody is trying to de-escalate. They've got this moron as a leader who is, uh, you know, was an entertainer who was obviously selected. Because he's out there in stilettos and black leather pants doing spoof videos for dancing with the stars. And now we're all supposed to fawn at the altar of Zelensky, right? When he could be doing any number of things. There's all kinds of, you know, um, fake moments and heroes. I love how they have the ghost of Kiev, right? Who supposedly killed all these Russians. I mean, for crying in a bucket, wake up, people. Yes, there is real suffering in Ukraine. There's a real war going on, just as there was, you know, there were real issues that were being protested in the wake of George Floyd's death, but they're being exploited by evil, horrible people who want to rule over all of us and enslave us. And if you don't think that's true, you think that's a conspiracy theory, I got no time for you. I got no oh, time for you.
1: Isn't she amazing? What a gutsy young lady, huh? Uh, I like
0: yeah, crying <laughs> you know, in a bucket. I, I was gonna I tell you a... that's
1: she's from South Africa originally. That's where she was mm-hmm. brought up. She's an American here. She's but she was from South Africa. And for those who don't know, crying in a bucket is for crying out loud, a variation thereof. Okay. For crying yes. out loud, it's for crying in a bucket. Same thing. She's
0: yeah, because here you. you wouldn't cry in a bucket. You'd do something else in a bucket. That that's would be true. appropriate too, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true oh my goodness oh, you know what's interesting yeah. i wanted to i wanted to tell you about this there's a new show on nbc it just happened to pop up like about two or three weeks ago it's really good it's, mm-hmm. it's a surprisingly good show called the end game have you heard about this bill the end game. i've
0: heard of it i i'm not familiar with it though. i i, 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 I stay
1: away from tv as much as possible now well it's it's, it's actually a smart thing to do actually because it's not very there's much therapeutic to... But this is interesting. The end game stars Marina Bakharev. I guess her name is. She's a very good actress, very good actress. She's a, the villain in the uh, the series. I think it's a mini series. What was really strange about the thing is that the villain is from the Ukraine. Really? Now, isn't it kind of coincidental that all of a sudden this major TV series comes out and they stick it on the network just at the time the Ukraine explodes? I'm talking about. Ukraine explodes, they come out with this series, and they talk about in the series about the corruption and the evil in the Ukraine. And I'm thinking, is this a coincidence, or are there any
0: coincidences anymore, you know? No, it's all planned. It's all a planned agenda. It's scripted. And, I mean, the news reads like a Hollywood script anymore. And if the facts turn the story the other way, comes a new narrative. You know, they're blaming... They're blaming the Ukraine war. The LA Times over the weekend said, "Well, the Ukrainian war is Trump's fault because apparently he didn't give uh, aid, you know, to uh, you know, he delayed weapons to the Ukraine while he was in office." And Are you that, serious? Yeah, and he and he was he was praising Putin. So they're
1: saying it's Trump's fault. Oh, of course, I got a hangnail. No. It's Trump's fault. Wait a second. Wait a second. So so Obama and Biden sent blankets. To the Ukraine. That's what they wouldn't send any armaments to the Ukraine, no weapons, but they sent blankets to the Ukraine because you know there's been a civil war going on in the Ukraine since Forever. 2014. Okay, yeah. So, but they sent blankets. Trump sends stinger missiles and javelin missiles, and they don't count that as being military no, weapons. No, they don't. I mean, it
0: th- the whole thing is a farce, it is a lie. We have been told such wrong narratives and you're talking, she was talking about uh, how they're making this guy out all his poor childhood and everything like that. Well, you know what? Putin had a poor childhood too. Uh, Yes. He grew up in uh, the old uh, uh, Soviet uh, blockade and he was a KGB agent, but for years he was the good guy. He was the darling Russian, but Mm. now because it suits a narrative, uh, he's a bad guy. And you just got to believe him because they know what they're talking about. And if you give them enough time, they'll make enough
1: videos and, and, and write enough scripts to say he's a bad guy. A faction in our country has been saying that the Russians are bad for about six, seven years since Trump came on the scene. Suddenly he was an agent of the Russians. You've heard Trump say it, Russia, Russia, Russia. Everything was Russia. Russia bad. Mind you, for the longest time, during the Obama and Biden administration, they were buddies. They were trying to be buddies. Remember the scene where Obama leans over to uh, the president of, um, of Russia and says, I tell Vladimir that uh, when the election is over, I'll have more flexibility. We heard Obama say that mm-hmm. to uh, the president of Russia. And I can't think of his name. But, you know, it wasn't Putin. It was Putin's lackey. And he shook his head. And it was a hot mic, and we all heard it. And that was okay. The media did nothing with that. The media said, oh, "That's fine." It was just a little, little back channel talking there. Everything's great. You know? Could you imagine if Trump had ever leaned over, and said, "Don't worry, you tell Vladimir everything's fine, and I'll have more flexibility after the, the election is over." If Trump had said that, he would have been Oh, they would have had the gallows set up out back of the White House.
0: He would have been gone the way that uh, the media treats uh, the right and the left is is totally outrageous remember um uh biden's daughter the diary that got out and she revealed that daddy was a pedophile and fondled her in the shower which you know is pretty disturbing and that made people magazine and you see her handwriting in the pages so you know it's oh. her Well, now they're out saying, oh, well, uh, Biden's daughter's diary was sold to conservative activists, so what's in it is not to be believed. What the hell does that have to do with anything?
1: Wait a second. It was in her handwriting, right? Yeah. Well, what if you sold it to a conservative? So what? It's her handwriting. Well, because it was sold to a conservative group
0: about a Democrat, but if it was sold to a Democratic group about a conservative –
1: well, that's believable, but this was is a, not. There was a time when they tried to imply that there was some sort of sexual uh, dalliance between Trump and his daughter. Remember that they tried mm-hmm. to imply it. It was never. It, it, they came out right off the bat and said, "That's ridiculous. That's an embarrassment. Don't you dare talk like that." They consciously, definitely tried to paint the the picture that he was inappropriate with his daughter. That being said, in this case. It's his, it's Biden's daughter who is painting the picture. Am Mm -hmm. I correct? It's it's Biden's, yeah, it's Biden's daughter.
0: Well, you know, when you paint a picture, an artist usually paints a picture they know. So when the left is out there painting a negative picture of the right, uh, I think they're telling on themselves because what they're doing is painting a picture of themselves and saying, it's you, it's you. Yeah.
1: You know, that, that, well, they say that uh, most everything that uh, they accuse the opposition of is something they're planning on doing themselves, so, uh, or they've it, done in the past. Yeah, Zelensky over the weekend said that uh, if the Russians don't negotiate, uh, the next step is World War Three. I think it's interesting that this guy who was on Dancing with the Stars, Ukraine, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, suddenly telling the whole world we're headed now towards World War Three. He's the the one who is defining it. Folks, Mm -hmm. Zelensky was installed in that position. It wasn't a situation where he ran like we're used to politicians running. Up until the uh, the war, by the way, his approval rating was 25% in the Ukraine. People didn't care for uh, Zelensky. But, of course, by him not getting his stuff and leaving said a lot to, to the Ukrainians. They thought that was pretty brave. And his approval rating is higher now. What I do think is interesting and I haven't got this story in front of me, but I did read this over the weekend. One of the wives of a mayor in of a major city in the Ukraine was caught on the, at the border of Hungary with uh, bags filled with money. I want to say it was an incredible amount of money, like $25 million in American currency in suitcases and she was trying to bring it across the border with, I guess, diplomatic immunity. And the border guard said, no, you have to declare your stuff coming from the Ukraine to here. And they made her open it up. They took pictures of it. They opened the luggage up. and There's, there's no clothes. There's no jammies. It's it's bundles of money, U.S. dollars. We're not talking about rubles here, friends. We're talking about uh, bundles of, uh, of cashola. Well, <laughs> so that little snack shop she had was really bringing in the
0: American oh, she, dollars. Oh, it was amazing, really. <laughs> you know, it's amazing how far <laughs> I'll travel for a good hot
1: dog or sandwich. It, but they, all the way they, to the Ukraine. Bill, what they're saying is that, and you're not hearing about this, is that a lot of the officials in the Ukraine are doing what she did. She just got caught. Mm-hmm. A lot of the officials are packing up their gear and getting out of here. <laughs> they're just. They're heading for the border with their satchels filled with money. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's crazy what's going on. Uh, you heard about uh, Trump in the news again. He's hinting towards 2024 uh, run, but he's not making it official. Of course, now the Democratic Super PAC, um, uh, well, what is it called? American Bridge. It's all no, you can't do that. He's got to declare his candidacy. You know, usually a politician we'll wait until the spring before the election or just maybe the year before to, to declare his candidacy. You throw test balloons out there going, well, I'm thinking about running. What do you think? You want to you get a measure of everything. Democrats do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Why are they so worried about Trump and what he's doing? And they got to throw mud at him. So now they've filed an, uh, an FEC complaint uh, you know, against him on this, thinking that they're going to bring him down that way. How many, pardon pardon the pun here, trumped-up lawsuits are they going to bring against this guy? None of them have come to fruition. I guess they feel if they throw enough crap on the wall, sooner or later something's going to
1: stick, even if it shouldn't. He was in um, southern Florida on Saturday night, and it was a a speaking engagement in front of a large crowd. I was surprised it wasn't televised, and it wasn't promoted. I think it must have been a private event. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was on a roll. I, I would play for you the cut that they had on, that I saw online, but we're a family show <laughs> because he was talking about, and I'm paraphrasing here and I'm trying to be delicate, but he said, um, w- they never would have done what they did to the Biden administration in my administration. And they applauded him. He said, no effing way. <laughs> Wait a minute! I see. I don't don't understand what "no
0: effing way" would mean. Could you
1: elaborate on that a little? bit? No, I think uh, I think I'll just leave it like that. We'll just. This is a family show. Some other podcast will go into that area. We'll tiptoe into that pond, but not me. Jim, Jim, (laughs) Jim! What the f? (laughs) But I thought you know right, and, and they and the people got up and they applauded him for it. Must have been five minutes. You can say what you want, folks, but he was president for four years. There wasn't a war anywhere. Nobody, nobody invaded the Ukraine when he was there. When they caused a little problem in Syria, remember that he dropped a few missiles in the beginning. He, he fixed that darn fast. Mm-hmm. No, he did a great job,
0: you know. And if you didn't like his tweets, well, I don't have time for you because his tweets were nothing compared to his policies, which were great. His tweets, you know, to be a leader, you got to break things, uh, stir the pot and make some noise. And he did a good job making noise and getting his agenda through that he wanted to get through. And while everyone was touting all this negative stuff, he was quietly sitting there getting things done. Our economy was doing well. Jobs were up. uh, We were oil and gas independent, energy independent. And in one stroke of a pen in January, Biden done did it all. He has torn Mm. down America, and he continues to do so, and AOC wants him to even take it further with a stroke of the pen. She's wanting him to ban new fossil fuel leasing, uh, invoke the Defense uh, Production Act, uh, declare a national emergency, cancel student loan debt, uh, and in the Trump-era racism in Mexico, or uh, what does it remain in uh, Mexico policy, uh, Title 42 coronavirus exclusions for the illegals. And she says they want uh, Biden to do this to be guided by racial, gender, and economic justice. There's only one thing
1: dumber. Only one thing dumber than AOC. Okay. And that... Is anybody who voted for her?
0: Uh yeah, you're right. I mean, but you know what? Anybody that voted for her, of course, all those uh, tens of millions, what, 80 million, something like that, people that voted for Biden.
1: Oh, well, yeah, he's. Uh...
0: And look what you got in the White House now if you really did
1: vote. I think of uh, people who don't like Trump because of his tweets or his persona. I think, I wonder how they would have felt about Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson was a nasty son of a gun with a bad temperament. But we don't know these things because there was no social media. The press was in his back pocket and he won. He won the presidency twice with a pause between his presidencies. Mm -hmm. One lost one. And uh, other presidents, I think to myself, if you really knew these people, would you have voted for them? No. So nowadays when you have access to so much of, of of the presidents. We we know every day what they're thinking when they tweet, my goodness, he just tweeted this 30 seconds ago. You have almost an immediate understanding of what they're doing and what they're thinking. Now they make, people make judgment. Oh, I don't like his nasty tweets. Sure. The cost of gas is way down. Sure. The borders are secure. Sure. We haven't had a war in three years. Yeah. But, I don't like how how he tweets. It's so undignified. Going back to the early days he got
0: in, I didn't have a problem with the tweets. I said, well, he's an outspoken individual, but I didn't have a problem with him because he was telling me exactly what I needed to know about what was going on. And he did a good job. It was the left that had a problem with it. And they're the ones that made everyone go, oh, that's terrible. And then they, they slandered him, his family and everything. They didn't do it before, but they sure as heck did it when when he was running and after he got in. They hated the tweets, and then they had to shut him down because of all the nasty tweets. No, they shut him down because his tweeting base, if you looked at what Biden had, maybe 15,000 or 40,000 people on his Twitter account, Trump had uh, as many people on his accounts as Biden supposedly got votes. The numbers don't add up any which way you look at it. And if he was that popular, do you take the number one guy in your service and shut him down?
1: No, you don't. You know what I think about the election. You know what I think about our past president, who should be the current president. I know that there are people, I have friends who are on the other side, who probably are listening, going, Oh, Jim, what happened to you? (laughs) And Listen, I'm telling you. You got to think beyond the superficial. This guy Mm -hmm. did a lot of great things for our country. He did a lot of great things for my my kids and my grandkids, their future. The guy we have now has put our, our families in jeopardy. They're talking about nuclear war, the possibility of nuclear war in my lifetime. That only happened one other time, and that was the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962. That was it this guy, he hasn't been in office a year and a half and he's got us looking down the barrel of a nuclear gun. And that's where we stand at this moment in time. And that wasn't Trump. You can talk about Trump all you want, but this clown that we have in the white house. And I say this, I mean it, this guy is, this guy is a bad news bear, man. This is somebody who is, he's not, he's not good for our country. He's not good for my family and he's not good for your family either. Even if you think that Trump was a bad guy, you got to look at Biden for what he is. He's raised your gas prices $450, 5 dollars. The national average of gas seven fifty eight dollars in California. I don't I don't understand the people who don't like Trump. I don't understand it. When you start seeing guys like Bill Maher, Bill, Bill Mm -hmm. Maher starting to say, wait a second, wait, what's Biden doing when, when the guys who were, were notoriously nailing Trump in his presidency start to say things like, well, maybe maybe Biden isn't doing the right thing.
0: Uh, it better Ma- late than never. Marr is having a hard time going to the right, so he's trying to go to the center ground, but he is questioning a lot now, the mm-hmm. left. Uh, and it, it's, it's crazy out there. I'll give you a sidekick story because I know we're running out of time here, but um, – mm-hmm. I find it interesting, uh, kind of a change in news. But you can read it politically if you want to. North Carolina has had a history of of UFO sightings. There mm-hmm. were nine confirmed UFO sightings. Uh, what was it, Friday? Really? Uh, yeah, out in the Outer Banks. Now there is, I think, Stumpy Air Force Base. There's uh, what is it, Fort Bragg in North Carolina, where they mm-hmm. have uh, yeah. the Air Force. So it could be, you know, maybe some secret military planes. But historically. Uh, There are people that sit there and and say this. Somebody said it to me the other day, and I looked, and I said, wow, that is interesting that UFOs have always been sighted around uh, nuclear reactors or nuclear incidents, and just before war, and as a matter of fact, even going back to the Germans, there were a lot of UFO sightings, and that's when they started working on the Wunder weapon, the Wunder weapon with technology they never had before. And then you sit there and you look at that. And then they said over the weekend, what was it? The polar caps are 70 degrees higher than normal. I'm like, on. Oh, it's just a crazy
1: time that we live in. You know? Speaking of UFOs, okay. they came out uh, six months ago, eight months ago, they came out with the thing about, yeah, we, we spotted some unidentified flying objects. Where They showed some da- uh, pilot aircraft video mm-hmm. uh, of them chasing the called the Tic Tac. <laughs> it looks like a Tic Tac, you know, the candy except yeah. it, it flew at this incredible speed and it would do things like uh, at hypersonic speed, suddenly take a hard right turn. It was something that would kill a human being. It would do it. And it would amaze the, uh, the pilots they, because they couldn't do it. They couldn't chase it. But after being so open, after all these years, suddenly within the last couple of weeks, the government has decided uh, we're going to put everything under wraps again. Everything about UFOs will become top secret. So they they suddenly became open and admitted that they had some issues with flying saucers, and then they said, nah, we're not going to tell you anymore. Apparently somebody
0: got their hands on the Obama files on UFOs, now. whether they still got that or not. (laughs) And I mean, you know, uh, there's probably a lot of jokes in that statement in and of itself. We'll leave it alone.
1: One of the spacecraft landed, and the alien came out of the spacecraft and said, Take me to your leader. Then they showed him our leader. He said, "Now, on second thought." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, look it. We're done here, friends. It's been fun. We've started the week off with a bang, so to speak, and uh, with a little bit of luck, it'll only get better from here. Well, hope let's ever, hope it's not the big bang of nuclear war, though. That's yeah, the yeah, one thing. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I hope that. Have a good Monday, Bill. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, it
0: can't get any worse from what <laughs> we just said.
1: <laughs>